Welcome to HIT Podcast, HIT, Human Resources, Insurance, and Technology. I'm your host, Toby Kennedy. As always, we are dropping into your feed on Tuesdays with what we hope is a bite-sized, digestible, just enough time to say, hey, you know what? That's a really good follow. It doesn't take a ton of my time up, but it gives me some good ideas. This week's episode is brought to you by Montage Insurance Solutions. And without further ado, let's get right into your weekly hit. For this week's weekly hit, we are coming at you with part two of a two-part series. We're talking about artificial intelligence, chat GPT. And last week, we touched a little bit upon how how is it today? How can we use it today? But what I want to do is look a little bit into the future and to say, hey, look, where might we be going with some of these things, right? We know some of the limitations, right? So for example, some of the limitations today, ChatGPT, just, it just sort of answers you, right? With what sounds like an authoritative answer. And sometimes it tries to warn you, I'm just a chat bot, but it of course can lie, right? You, you might ask it some rule or some law or some compliance thing, and it might give you an answer about that that's completely made up. It sounds good and the cadence and and, and the syntax and everything coming at you sounds like it's, you know, a human speaking or that someone wrote this thoughtfully, but it, it, it could be factually inaccurate, right? There are some problems with AI and ChatGPT today, but just like when the internet first got here, just like when personal cell phones that, you know, were able to have emails on them and those sorts of things first got here, there's iterations and there's improvements. And when a technology is truly that big and it's here to stay, it's going to get better and bigger. And what I want to do is talk about five specific places I see AI in HR in the future. The first thing that I think is a really interesting thought comes from sort of the idea of conflict resolution, right? You're in HR. You can't be in every meeting, but you know what? Every meeting isn't happening in the boardroom anymore. A lot of the interpersonal dialogue within your teams is happening in a digital space, one that AI could monitor, right? Whether it's the emails and how we're talking to each other or the Slack or Zoom or Teams, the messaging, the chats, the tone, the tenor, or even reviewing, looking at a Zoom meeting between two teammates to see How are they talking to each other? What language are they starting to use? What tone, what body language? And it's AI's major power. I mean, what AI really does fundamentally is crunch big data, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of data points and come to what are getting to be increasingly sophisticated conclusions. So from a conflict resolution standpoint, it's a really interesting thought for me to think that an AI bot might overlay all of our company communications, everything that's digital. Obviously, if we're you know, chatting person to person around the water cooler like the old school, well, maybe that's not necessarily getting captured. But how much of our conversation is that? And how much of our conversation, like I said, is being captured? So maybe the bot can tell you, hey, the way that this person is speaking to that person the dialogue between these two is getting a little hostile and maybe even recommend some conflict resolution steps for you where you can step in and take those steps, right? Again, you're not going to be able to be present on every meeting between team A and team B or the handoff between these guys or noticing when things start to boil. Obviously now, yes, sometimes a frustrated employee might walk down the hall, so to speak, and 
tell you, hey, I don't like the way so-and-so talked to me. Fine. But if a bot is reviewing so much more of our communication, perhaps there's going to be a big space for AI to help us with conflict resolution. The next space I think is really interesting for AI is as a DEI advocate. So AI can look at our census, look at our employees, look at who we have in different spaces and also know what other companies are doing, what other organizations are doing, know what job openings we have, right? What opportunities we have to say, hey, look, this department or this level of employee or this class of employee is lacking in the following ways. You have this qualified candidate over here that might be a good fit. So helping you see, helping recommend, or maybe even as we leverage AI to help us in job searches, maybe they can sort of point out, hey, look, as I score these various candidates, you should know we're ranking higher XYZ candidates because they will help you blend out your workforce from a DEI standpoint. So really getting itself involved in who's in what positions, who are our new hires, who's being promoted and using, again, the big data power of AI to crunch what we have in all the different spaces, what the marketplace, what our competitors, what's going on out there has in these different roles and pushing and pulling and recommending to help smooth out some of the places where we might have some DEI spots that maybe do need that little bit of improvement. A third place that I can really see AI being an interesting spot for us is on team building. So we all take our Myers-Briggs or DISC or Colby or all these different assessments to figure out what type of employee am I? How do I work well? Who do I work best, et cetera? But from a team building standpoint, AI might be able to not only look at some of those results, but just look at the way that we send emails, the way that we work and help form together different little clusters of, of employees. So if we've got a certain amount of employees and they all need to be sorted out into different teams, I could see a world not too far in the future where using the power of big data crunching, AI, the fact that it overlays all of our corporate communications, our interpersonal communications, it can fit us for ideal teammates. Hey, these people work great together. These people, not so much, but they would work much better. They do similar roles, bring similar strengths, but plug these people into these other different teams because the way they operate, the complementary skills they bring, the manner in which they communicate is much more effective. So you start to see AI help driving some team building. And on that note, a fourth place that I'm just super intrigued with AI is identifying sort of high potential employees. So looking to say, hey, look, you might have an opening over here and this employee, based on their keystrokes, based on how productive they are, based on all the monitoring that's coming down the pike. And let's face it, boys and girls, it's all coming, right? So any of that privacy, any of that, I don't like my employer over my shoulder, any of that, you know, I don't like to sort of bird nest my mouse to make it look like I'm busy. That's all going out the window. Your employer is going to know when you're messing around, when you're sending emails, when you're being productive and be able to identify not only those sort of high potential employees and maybe sort of put them forth. Again, it blends a little bit with the DEI conversation we had a minute ago or the team building we're having right now as far as you know who goes where, but really starting to say, hey, look, this I think is an employee that as an AI bot, I know the corporate mission. 
I know everyone's goals. I helped set their goals and I made sure that they were all aligned and that they all fit together. I think this employee or conversely, a flight risk employee, hey, this person's starting to get a little detached. Hey, this person might be getting ready to quit. Hey, this person is not as connected to the mission as they used to be, right? So sitting over all of our work, and I know it feels a little big brothery, but bringing that data in for those reasons, for that team building, for that identification of high performing employee or conversely flight risk, for the conflict resolution that we talked about, and lastly, a fifth and final place for skill matching, right? So maybe as we're designing roles and jobs, AI might be able to look and see, hey, you've got this person in accounting, for example, but they have these certain skill sets. If you broke this other job you have over here into two different jobs, you can plug this person in here and that person in here because looking at their skill set, I can crunch all this data. I'm AI. I've got this ability to really look at all these things and skill match so that you get the most effective work out of your workforce, right? And that's kind of the human part of human resources because big data is coming to the workforce. And in the five ways that we just talked about, I think that AI is gonna be a major, major part of that. So I think as forward-thinking HR practitioners, we wanna start to look into softwares. We wanna start to look into vendor partners. We wanna start to look into ways to put us on the tip of the spear to say, hey, look, if I'm in charge of your human resources department, your human capital, your efficiency, our ability to meet goals and deliverables is going up in the following ways because I'm going to leverage all of this data. It's going to crunch it all and it's going to make us that much more efficient. And that, I think, is a spot where when we look to the future of AI in HR, that those, those places are going to show up and we can be expert in that. That's all the time we have this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Join us every week. And until next week, make this the best week yet. Yeah.